אבל אני מקווה שרצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים, שבתוך אנו כל הצדיקים האמיתיים, שאוכלי אף על קדוש ומשל בארץ המה. ובפרט לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחן נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחמן פגה. נא נחנ נחמן נחמן מאומן זכות המתגן עלינו וכל ישראל אמן. So בעזרת השם, today we are in the third part of Torah 54. We stopped off at the story of the Gemara from Nida Chavda לדמות בית. of the, the uh, what do you call it, what Abba Shaul says, we're going to see here, and how Rabbeinu is going to tie it together with what we just learned. This is what Abba Shaul said. I used to be an undertaker, a barrier of the dead. So let's look at the language of the Gemara before we hop into it. Let's look at the language of the Gemara before we hop into it. So Abba Shaul once said, I used to be an undertaker one time. Um, this is Abba Shaul speaking. One time a cave opened up from beneath me and I stood by Galgal And I stood in the in the eyeball of a dead person, until literally, until my, my nose. Meaning, he was standing all the way in the dead, uh, in the dead person's eyeball, all the way up to the nose. He was, he, he, that's where he reached the end of the eyeball. And whenever I turned back, when I went back, they told me this was the eye of Avshalom. Okay. So let's see what it says. So what did Abba Shaul say? Abba Shaul said, I'm the, I used to be an undertaker. I used to bury the dead. Why? For Abba Shaul would constantly... What did it mean to, that he used to bury the dead? They used to constantly try to rectify the evil eye. And what did we say the evil eye is? Mita. Mita Talev, the death of the heart. But we know that evil eye represents death, as we saw above. So Abba Shaul was not... That he used to bury the dead. He used to. What it really means is that he was trying to rectify the evil eye. What did it say in the Gemara? That one time a cave opened up beneath Abba Shaul. I know what? What's Me'ara cave? What is Me'ara? This represents the concept of Dvekut, attachment to Hashem. It says, As the embrace of a man with his spouse. Kema'ach. What is a ma'ar? An embrace. This is dvekut, attachment. So you see, kema'ach comes from the word me'ara cave. We see that this me'ara comes from the word attachment, as we see in this verse in Menachim. Mitachai, from beneath me, hanu b'chinat emet. This represents truth. B'chinat emet me'atzit ma'ach. As we say in Tehillim, that the truth sprouts from the ground. So we see that the truth sprouts from, be- from below, which means that what's the me'ara dvekut? Comes from mitachai. What's mitachai? Emet. Because what does it say in Mishle? One with a good eye is blessed. And what is blessing? Blessing represents truth. It He who blesses himself in the land will bless himself by the God of truth. So we see this idea that blessing comes from the God of Omen, which is truth. That through his truth, God, um, that the aspect of cleaving to God, binding to God, opened up for him. 
Meaning this me'ara, which is this word rekut, opened up beneath him. Why? Because of the concept of emet. Because he was emet, um, that attach, he was able to attach himself to Hashem. And what did he say in the Gemara? I was standing up to my nose in the eyeball of a dead man. Meaning because of Abashav's attachment, what did he say? What was he trying to tell us? I wound up myself in danger by entering the, the eyeball of a dead person. Meaning what? The, the evil eye of a dead person. The evil eye, which is death. Until I was, it was necessary for me to utilize the concept of Mashiach in order to subdue this evil eye. And this is what it says Ad me until my nose The nose represents Mashiach as we know Look in lesson 2 of Likut Amaran But also Chapenu brings the verse The spirit of our nostrils Which is the nose Mashiach Hashem Is the anointed one of God So we see the Mashiach represents The spirit of the nostrils The nose So how was he able to rectify The concept of the evil eye Through the Mashiach as we saw above Which is the aspect of Yefei Naim Betovo As we saw in Shmuel Bet Shmuel Aleph, sorry, chapter 2, that David had beautiful eyes and he had good vision. And David is the aspect of Mashiach. So David was able to rectify the evil eye. And when I turned back, they told me, This was the eye of Avshalom. Meaning Avshalom fell into the evil eye that we're talking about. And this is what it says in the, in the Gemara. When I turned back, what does that mean? Meaning this is after the rectification. That Abba Shaul is saying that I returned the content of Mashiach to its proper place. Meaning to the aspect of what we say, the back. Because that is the root of the king, the Mashiach. The king is bound in Barehatim. And what is Barehatim? Mochin. In the fluidity of the mind. So we see here. In the fluidity of the mind. What is the aspect of the Melech, the king that we're talking about here? This is Melech HaMashiach, the king of the Mashiach. It's bound in the Rehatim, the Rehaitem Mochin, the fluidity of the mind. What's Asur? What does it mean to be bound? This represents the knot of Tfilin, which represents the back. How do we know this feeling, the knowledge feeling that is in the back of the head represents this concept of achorai, the backside? And you shall see my back. So what did Hashem tell Moshe Rabbeinu? You can't see me face to face, but you can see my back. What is the back? Hashem was saying you can see the back of the knot of my feeling. This is the knot of the feeling of Hashem that Moshe was allowed to see. So we see that asur, to be bound, is this concept of this knot this binding of the tefillin, uh, which is the backside, as we see here in the Gemara. So we see that the Melech, by the way, is Asur, is this concept of the Kesher of tefillin, um, that is Bariatim, Mochin, in the fluidity of the mind, which is the head tefillin. But we see here that the king is this concept of the Asur, this Kesher of tefillin, which stands in the back of the head. And this is what it says in Shmuel Aleph. May the life of my Lord, my Master, be bound up in the bundle of life. 
Meaning what? This is a reference to the knot of Tfilin. Ki Tfilin mechinat chayim. For Tfilin represents life. Kemamar chachamim etu mechaz. Chachamim saying the Gemara menachot. Kol amin Tfilin zochel lechayim. Shneimar Hashem alehem etu. Anyone who puts on Tfilin merits life, as it says in the verse. Hashem through them they live. God through them, meaning through the Tfilin, they are able to live. Amisal is able to live through the concept of Tfilin. Tfilin represents life. So, what does this have to do with David? The knot of Tfilin, the Torah chayim, the bundle of life. And this is why they did not um, that they did not say to him that this was the Avshalom until Abba, uh, until Abba Shaul returned back, went back. Because if Abba Shaul knew that it was the Avshalom before he entered it, it is likely that he will not have endangered himself to enter into the evil eye of Avshalom. It is a great danger. So they didn't tell him because they wanted him to go in so that afterwards he would know. So we see that Tfilin is this concept of life. The Kesha of Tfilin that we're talking about, which is with regard to David. For David is the king, the Melech. The Melech is Asur. The Asur is the Kesha of Tfilin that we saw, which is Achorayim, which is the backside. Add another element to the lesson. A person must safeguard his eye from the strength of the imagination, from the koach of the illusion. And even one who has a good eye has to be careful from this strength of the imagination. As we see. Because even one who has good sight is able to be mistaken through the fact that he sees from afar. And it seems to him, because that the object is far, that and it seems to him something, but it's truly the opposite from what is emet, what is true. So he seems to see something, but what he's seeing is not emet because it's too far from him. This is why a person needs a greater safeguarding from the eye to protect it from the koach And Rabbeinu explains, the strength of the imagination, which is where all the tablets stem from, as we saw in the previous lesson, I believe lesson 25, if I'm not mistaken. What does Rabbeinu say? The Rabbeinu says that the Koach HaMedameh stems from Lashonara. This evil speaking, this evil language that a person engages in gossip, etc., etc. For the strength of the imagination, is the power of the Bahamut, the animalistic aspect. The strength of the imagination is all animalistic. The illusions, the, the behemah doesn't have any sechen. All it uses is the strength of imagination. It's illusion. So when a person falls into koach he falls into the aspect of the anim, animalistic. For even the animal also has this koach But it doesn't have the sechen, the animal. So we see here, this very, very important idea. <clears throat> and Rabbeinu explains the connection between Lashon Ara and the Koach Why? For the one who speaks slander, he falls into Vahamut anim- animalism, basically. Animality. And this is why the strength of the imagination overcomes this person. What is the strength of the imagination? The strength of the animalistic behavior. 
one who speaks slander is a fool. And what is the fool? We know it's the side of the behemah. And when a person's da'at is taken away from him, his knowledge is taken away from him, his, his intellect, he falls from the, God, the love for God and he falls into the love of the animalistic. His desires. You rejected da'at. And so I've rejected you from serving me. This is what Hashem says. Because you rejected that, I reject you from serving me. Kahen, what is serving? What is Kahen? Serving me? Comes from the word Avram Avi. We know this verse in Yeshaya that Avram is my beloved. Hashem says about Avram, Avram is my beloved one. As in Teinim, Atachohen, that it says about Avraham, that he is a Kohen Leolam forever. Bechinat Vekama Atachohen, and it says about the Kohen, that the Kohen Vekamat, he shall scoop up. Um, so, this idea of the Kohen, the Kohen scooping up, look in the Hagdama of the Tikunim, and Tikun Yutet, and Tikun Ayn over there, speaks about this idea. So, we see when a person rejects that, then this concept of Kohen falls away from him. Meaning what? He doesn't attain the aspect of Kohen like Avraham. What is Avraham? Avraham, Avraham, my beloved. What is Ohavi? This Ahava, this love. He doesn't love Hashem anymore. Why did Hashem love Avraham? Because Avraham loved Hashem. But when a person falls away from his dad, he falls into Xilut, he falls into um, foolishness, he rejects dad. What happens? Then Hashem rejects this person. Then he falls into the then this person falls into the love for Bahamut, for animal, animality. Then the strength of the imagination strengthens itself within this person. Meaning the animalistic behavior strengthens itself within this person. My people um, are destroyed because they had no that. What does it mean they are destroyed? comes from the word which means why, why are they destroyed? Because my nation fell into the Medameh. Nidmuah, meaning my nation is Medameh. They have fallen into the Koach HaMedameh, the strength of imagination. And Rabbeinu is now going to explain how the strength of the imagination works against a person. The strength of the imagination is constantly seeking a vessel to dwell within. This is why the... the Koach HaMedameh constantly attempts to reside in the mouth of those who study halakha, those who teach halakhot. Therefore, therefore, if these people who study halakha renew or give a novelty in something in Torah, Um... So we see here something. If these people who study halachot renew something in Torah, it's a beautiful chidush novelty and it's accepted. What we call gleich. Why? For it comes from the strength of the imagination. Why? For this chidush. It likens one thing to another. But the chidush that it contains is greater than the good. So we're talking about Chidushim here. 
that strength that come from the Koach Medameh, but the Koach Medameh is stronger than the actual Sechel, that the actual good within that Chidush. And this is the Kli that, um, that the Koach Medameh wants to dwell in. Which Kli? The Kli of the Chidushim of those people who study Alachot. Because the novelty of the Torah created the heavens and the earth. It says, I've declared to Tzion, you are my nation. It says there in the Gemara, don't read it, Ami, rather read it, Imi. Um, sorry, I think it's in the Zohar. Don't read it, my nation, rather, imi, rather, with me. Meaning, I've declared to you are with me. Hashem says, that you, Amishkar, are with me. Just as I, God says, create the heaven and the earth with my word, so too, you guys can too. Hashem is basically teaching us. So through the Chidushet Torah that we are teaching, that we give when they are holy, we are able to create the heavens and the earth and through this, all the shefa, all the bracha, all the blessings come down to the world. I believe over there it says in the verse that Hashem will open up for you His good treasury in heaven, etc., etc. This is the treasury that results from holy chidushim. But when these novelties of Torah come from the strength of the imagination, not from holiness, but from the strength of the imagination, which is what we're talking about, the vessel that this Koach HaMedameh dwells within the mouth of those who study Halachot when they create Chidushim, which are not from holiness. So when these Chidushim come from the strength of the imagination, the strength of illusion, what happens? Firmaments of futility, firmaments of nothingness, of vanity are created. And through this comes hunger to the world, famine. And even if in these chidoshim there is somewhat good, which is these words of Torah, which represent satisfaction. But because of the fact that the evil within this chidush is greater than the good, this is why the evil overcomes the good, and the good is nullified. It says, and it's in Bereshit chapter 41. But there was no way of knowing that they were inside them. Meaning what? That the seven years of famine overcame the seven years of contentment. Which represents what? The overcoming of evil from the good. So what did it say in the verse over there? That there was no way of knowing that there were inside them this idea that the good wasn't even recognizable within the Chidush as Rabban was explaining. That the seven years of, of good um, of plenty in the land of Egypt wasn't even recognizable anymore from the fact that the famine was so strong. Meaning the evil was much stronger than that which was good, which was than the, than the good present in the Chidush. Until literally the bad was so overcoming the good that literally the good was not recognizable from within the bad. As we saw in the verse, it was not known, etc. And the reason Rabbeinu explained why the Koach HaMadameh returns to dwell within the mouth of the person who teaches Harachot, why? For the Midameh, the imagination was created on Erev Shabbat, 
on Friday afternoon at dusk. Between day and night in that period which is not sure. When the sin- and when the sanctity of the day set in, Shabbat, and no physical form was created for this midameh. That God created, um, that God created to do. That the evil forces, which is what we're talking about here, the koach and the strength of the imagination, is putting them in one category. They're one idea. Where do the evil forces stem from? Where do they get the strength from? What are they? What is their entire essence? They are the strength of the imagination. When a person falls into sin, it's because he allows the strength of the imagination to overcome him, to attack him. And this strength of the imagination, these evil forces, were created on Friday afternoon at dusk. And suddenly, right after dusk, while the Koach HaMadamah was created, the, the, the sanctity of Shabbat set in. But this Koach HaMadamah had no body, had no vessel. It was without any goof, without any body. No vessel. All that remained was this Koach HaMadamah, these Kripot. Ayn Shamlok over there in the Zohar. This is from where Shadim demons come from. This concept. This is why Rabban was explaining why the Koach constantly dwells to, or seeks to dwell within the mouth of those who teach Arachot. Why? Because this Koach when it was created, this evil force, is a Ruach, it's a spirit without a body. It was created without any body because why the sanctity of the Shabbat set in? So the Kedi wasn't formed completely. So what did the Koach do? It seeks constantly for a body to dwell in. And it goes by the person who teaches Halakha. For these people who teach Halakhot, create everything with their, with their words of Torah. Why did we say that? Because those who create Chidushim, those who teach Halakhot, we saw in the verse over there, meaning just as God says, just as I create the heavens and the earth with my words, so do you guys too. This is a reference to those people who study the Torah, who give these halachot. So they're able to create the heaven and the earth. So these people create everything with their Torah. So just like they're able to create the heaven and the earth and many other things, that the Koach HaMedameh goes by this person who teaches halacha to be able, so that the person teaching halacha can create for this Koach HaMedameh a goof. And when does that occur? Whenever this person, this person who teaches Arachah, this um, is teaching Chidushim that have more bad than good, that come from the Koch HaMedameh. And this is what it says. And it says over there in the parasha, to go to Paro. Um, I believe. In Bereshit, in Bereshit chapter 41 over there. The same dream twice. Meaning what? The reason why this chalom, this dream, which it was, what's a dream? This is the strength of the imagination. What's a dream? The, when a person's sleeping and he dreams, it doesn't come from the intellect. He, he's not using his intellect. It comes directly from the imagination. endeavors to dwell that the dream, the Koach HaMadamei constantly tries to dwell within those who are Hishanot. What's Hishanot? Hashoneh Halachot. Hishanot means twice. But Hishanot, 
Also, the word shone to teach halachot. It tries to dwell within the one who teaches halacha. Because what does it say over there in the parasha? Because the process has already been set in motion by God. And Hashem is rushing to do so, to do it. This is what we talked about earlier, that God created to do it. That everything had been set on Friday afternoon between night and day at dusk but then the day of Shabbat set in and God rushed to do it meaning to create the final part of the body of this Koach without a body though this is why the Koach constantly dwells seeks out to dwell within the mouth who, who teaches Halakha as we saw within the secret of this uh, parasha the, the verse from that parasha and this is what it says when Yosef came and told Paro that the dream of Paro is one, Yosef said. What was Yosef saying? That the dream of Paro, which is the Koach Medame, we said dreams come from the strength of the imagination. Which is the strength of the imagination, we said. Koach the, the, the strength Batel to nullify. Kemoshikatuba that says, how do we know the strength of the imagination is this concept of battle? It says in Shemot chapter 5, Tafriutaam. Diverting the nation. Tafriu. Um, which comes from the word paro. So we see paro has a concept, Tafriu to, to divert, to subdue this nation, to nullify the nation. Um and we see Paro has this concept of Koach Batel, the strength to nullify the good. Huba uh, sorry, Huba This concept comes from one, Hanu Me'ahava. It comes from uh, the aspect of love. Ki Echad Because we say that Echad is the aspect of love as we know in a different place. Echad, one, which is also the same numerical value as Ahava, 13. They both have the numerical value of 13. Meaning Paro gets his strength not from holy love, the love of Hashem, but the love of the animalistic, the fallen love. As we said earlier, that the nation are destroyed because they have no da'at. Because we said earlier that you rejected da'at. And because of this, they, you are rejected from serving Hashem. We find, through the passing away of that when that is removed, which is which comes through lashonara when a person speaks slander, lashonara gossip, etc. All the the sins that have to do with lashonara, a person that is taken away from him. As we see in the verse of Mishlei, the one who speaks slander is a fool. What did it mean to be a fool? Meaning your that is taken away from you. When you do this, God forbid, a person falls from the love of God to the love of animality. And then the strength of the imagination overcomes this person, which is the strength of this animalistic behavior. And when a person allows the strength of the imagination to overcome him, he blemishes his memory and he falls into forgetfulness. This is where we're going to stop today. Baruch Hashem. God willing, we will continue the lesson from the words of Ya'ata, Bo'u, etc. Let's Hashem may have the merit to protect our eye.
the ayin tov from the kohen and to protect yourself from the strength of the animalistic uh, side.